Okay, so we have um, Dawn here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Dawn, and I am an intuitive coach, spiritual guide. I help you to connect to your authentic self by releasing trauma and belief systems to empower you to live your authentic life. Awesome. And how can they find you? Uh, they can find me at uh, Heart and Soul Sanctuary, which is a holistic healing center that I founded in Flagstaff. And uh, they can email me at heartandsoulsanctuary at gmail.com. And they can also text me or reach out to me at 928-864-8088. Beautiful. Are you ready to dive in into our discussion today? Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I think it's pretty profound to understand the whole aspect of being human and that therefore we're not going to be perfect. So we're talking more on the experience of life versus failed um, or success. But what are your, your outlook on this? So um, everybody talks about inner child, inner child, inner child. And it's like, what the hell is inner child? <laughs> and yeah. um, how can I integrate that into my life? And um, I think one of the elements of inner child is looking at life as experiences rather than successes or failures. So for example, like when you're a child, right? You go out to the beach with your parents and what do you do? You try to build a little sand castle, right? You throw sand in a bucket with water, turn it upside down and that's your little castle and you're so proud of it, right? Yeah. But like, you don't yeah, exactly. But you don't go, okay, when I'm 30 years old, I'm going to come back to this beach and I expect that sandcastle that I made when I was five to still be there. No. Right? <laughs> yeah. And if it's not there, I failed. I wasted my time. It's, it's, it's ludicrous, but that's, that's what we do as adults. We lose that sense of experience and adventure and we expect that if we're building something, and it falls down or gets swept away that we failed and we haven't as a that's part of the whole inner child experience so the next thing you do is you're like oh i built this out of a bucket of sand well now i'm going to put seashells in it this time or i'm going to try to carve out a little window or something like that now you're expanding upon your experience because you had that experience you know you can turn the bucket upside down and make something so now you're using the tool and the knowledge and wisdom from what you just did to make something better and then maybe you see somebody who is experienced in building sand castles and you know you've seen those like dragons or those big castles with the moats like that people spend 30 hours yeah to know, very right dedicated exactly so those are the people that you want to surround yourself with maybe not the guy that or the woman that makes the 30 hour sand castle but maybe the kid next to you that is using buckets and other shapes and stacking because that's more at where you're at with your knowledge and wisdom at that point, even though you inspire to get to the 30 hour unbelievable sculpture made out of sand. Right. Yeah. But in each stage of that, you are not expecting it to not be trampled on, to not be uh, 
borne away from the wind or to be washed away by the weather. You're there viewing what you're creating, being proud of yourself in each step and having excitement for it. It's fun. It's the process. And that's what life is all about is experiences. So why do we expect to graduate from high school or college and then get put in a position in a job or and, and then expect to be super successful at it and if we get fired or we get bored or we decide it's not what we wanted to do in life why do we look at that as a failure when it's simply an experience giving us the tools and the life experience that we need to create eventually what is going to feed our soul and make us happy and why not be appreciative for how we got there and the experiences that we've had instead of looking at them as failures. Yeah. And I think too, going back to that inner child is like, when you were making that damn sandcastle, you were excited, you were enjoying it. And how many of us are just doing things for validation or to like to say that we've succeeded or done something that we've kind of to get that sense of accomplishment versus just enjoying the process of all of it. Right. Right, because when you're looking, when you're building that sandcastle and you're putting the sand in the bucket and you're figuring out how much water you want to put in there and the texture and everything, you are not thinking about anything else but in that moment, what you are doing. You're not thinking about the end result or if it's going to succeed or fail. You're just thinking, how can I accomplish this and have and you're so focused and you're having fun and then when you turn the bucket upside down and you pat it and you lift it up it's a surprise yeah and if it it, and and however it works you look at it you're excited and then you're like how can I make it better do I use more water less water but you're not judging yourself going I'm a failure I turned the bucket over once and I didn't have enough water and so I'll never do this again Well, yeah. And you're not looking over to the kid next to you and saying, well, theirs is bigger or, um, well, I guess I messed up on that one because it's not like theirs, right? You're not, you're not comparing your sandcastle. You're just in the moment, really living there and experiencing the texture on your on your fingers and on your toes and like the, everything going on the sun against your skin, like you're experiencing it in that moment. And so many of us as adults, we get away from that. A hundred percent. And you can use this analogy even with um, dating and with raising children. Like you're using all of your experiences to build the next experience in your life. You're using that, you know, you're, you're attempting to raise your children in the best way possible. And if something uh, didn't work in the way you wanted to in a technique with raising your child or in communication with your child, what do you do? You look for a different way of communicating with them and reaching them. But you can do that without looking at the last way you communicated with them as a failure because they didn't respond to you in the way you desired. It's mm-hmm. just you tried this out. It, it Maybe you didn't get the result you wanted. So now you take those tools and, and appreciate that experience and now communicate to them in a different way that you couldn't have done if you didn't do it that way in the first place. So looking at everything as an experience rather than a success or a failure helps us love ourselves instead of sitting there criticizing ourselves. 
to you know. make ourselves better, which actually makes us feel like, well, I shouldn't even build a sandcastle at all. Yeah, it puts us into the shame cycle that we're like, well, I'm never going to do it right, right? Mm-hmm, Versus absolutely. like, what am I improving on? Like you're talking about the kids thing too. Like just like for me, my first daughter, they're only a year apart. And my first one has anxiety and it's because I yelled at her quite often. And so I can beat myself up over that. Um, or I can step back and say, you know what, Peyton, like mom was just learning. She was only 22. She was still like, we're not excusing it, but I'm saying that I didn't know everything. And so I can, can I use that against me? Like in a shame cycle, like most of us do, or can I use that as a learning tool for both of us and saying, mom could have done it this way. And this would have been the end result. Mom's trying to fix this right now. Mom's apologizing. Mom could do better. And modeling that for them because they're not going to be perfect. They're like, quote unquote, perfect. Like what is perfect, but they're not going to be successful at everything they do the first go. Right. So are they willing to reevaluate, apologize for things that they maybe didn't mean to intentionally do or hurt people and step back and say, okay, I'm on this path. I'm progressing this way. Or are they going to beat themselves up because I never modeled that for them in my own life? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So you just, you know, the kids are with you on this journey. All of a lot of this stuff about having to protect them and shelter them and, you know, setting the right or perfect example is actually setting yourself up for not only shame, the shame cycle and disempowering yourself and feeling terrible about being a mom, but it also disempowers and does the same thing for the child. So when you can say, you know what, I was 22, I yelled at you a lot. I know you have some anxiety from that. So why don't we go on this next journey of your life? Why don't we, from here on out, why don't you um, tell me how you're feeling and I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling and we can work together because it's a working relationship even though it's on a personal uh yeah level that I'm I'm gonna do this because I love you and I'm gonna do this because I love myself and now I realize how we can make this better I want you to be open to make this better with me well that too and and we've talked about it as not just a learning experience but can I use this for my betterment like we I had to sit back because I had a lot of shame about it and do my own work. So I didn't project this on her, but we got to this point where you were two years old because of your central nervous system. Like this is just science. You became anxious, right? Because of my yelling, because of the environment at two years old, you've had to process anxiety and you will have much more experience with anxiety as an adult than somebody who just is coming into that like having to experience it for the first time. So you're going to get really good at processing it. You're going to get really good at thriving in harsh environments because it just became normal to you to be able to like model the anxiety, say it's there, understand why it's like, can you work through this now at 12 and not let it overcome you? So when you're an adult, you, you got this pack, like you, I have so much experience experiencing this. (laughs) Like I can work through it super fast. It's not going to impact me or control me later on in life. Well, and let's lose, let's, let's use their inner child. So let's try something creative with the child. So if the child has anxiety over the way they were raised to a certain point, instead of using the adult 
psychology let's use what they use best let's use their imagination because mm-hmm. really what we found is imagination is not just imagination it's the gateway to your subconscious to your soul creating it's the gateway to changing everything so why not sit with your child and say okay let's let's close our eyes and go back in time to that time when mom just completely lost it and i want you to visualize that that mom being able to speak to you in the way that you needed to i want you to visualize and what it would be like if you had all the information about how that situation turned out and what would you say to yourself to empower yourself to to not let what mom said bother you in the way that it did how would that scenario look if it was different and by doing that you're changing and releasing a lot of the trauma and emotion with the child and you're empowering the child because now they're in the driver's seat and they're using their imagination to see how the scenario could have been different and change and by doing that they're getting rid of all of the things that they're holding on to and some of the patterns. I so love why not use their inner child to help heal themselves? Because that's what children do. Yeah, I love that. So do you do that with your clients? I do. I do that with my clients. Because uh, we're taught that, you know, once something happens, it happens and we can never change it. And that's really uh, a false truth. You can really through self-exploration, through meditation, through visualization, you can actually really shift your life. Because it is scientifically proven that when you visualize something, or and, and, and especially like on the TV, that's the greatest form of visualization, that's passive visualization. So we give our imagination and our consciousness to the TV so when you're watching something on TV or in a movie your mind doesn't know that you're sitting in a seat and you're just watching your mind actually believes that you're in that situation and that you're experiencing that that's why movies get us so emotional and bring out so much in us whether it's a horror movie or it's a sad movie or a comedy so Um, You can do that without a television or movie just by connecting to your own imagination and visualize. So if you visualize you're on a beach and you visualize the wind in your hair and you can and you include all of your senses, your mind actually doesn't realize you're sitting on a couch in the wintertime. I love that. So we're going to wrap it. Oh, go for it. We're going to wrap this subject up and kind of reiterate this a little bit to the next next topic as we talk in the next podcast but can you let them know again where to find you if they want to be able to do something like this and visualize um, situations and work through that inner child work of creating instead of that sure so you can go to um, my holistic website at heartandsoulsanctuary.com and there's a page on there it's called data healing which is just one of the many modalities I use and you can connect with me there, or you can text me at 928-864-8088. Awesome. So we'll talk to you later, um, and we'll continue this subject going into the next podcast, okay? Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Bye.